Producers and creators are the sources of all value on the planet. MC Lobster, the host of the top-rated business and investing podcast Cashflow Ninja, is on a mission with Producers Wealth to help producers create, protect, and multiply their wealth outside of Wall Street in any economy by creating systems and processes that help them increase their production, provides them with liquidity, passive income generators, and opportunities for enormous growth. Learn more about their time-tested and proven systems at yourownbankingsystem.com. That's yourownbankingsystem.com. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Here is your host inside the dojo, MC Laubscher. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobster here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today, and in today's show, I'm joined by my friend Dave Zook that will be sharing and exploring cashflow syndication opportunities with us. Dave Zook is a successful business owner and experienced real estate investor, active in the multifamily apartment space, cell storage, and resort community development with real estate holdings in several states and several countries. Dave and his investors own well in excess of $150 million worth of real estate acquired since 2010, and he has more than 3,000 multifamily apartments in his portfolio in some of the hottest job markets in Texas and Memphis, Tennessee. Together with his business partner, Dave is a renowned and trusted professional resource in the automatic teller machine ATM investment market, they have deployed more than $60 million in investor capital, and they are heavily invested personally in the ATM space. Dave, along with his development partners, is actively involved as an advisor and lead investor in the planning and development of the largest resort community, Mahogany Bay Village, on the island of Ambergris Key, Belize, which has been rated the number one island in the world two years in a row by TripAdvisor and is one of the fastest growing regions in the Caribbean. Mahogany Bay Village opened to the public in December of 2017 as a curio collection by Hilton and is the very first branded resort on the island. My friend Dave Zook from The Real Asset Investor says, you can be conventional or you can be wealthy. Pick one. The Real Asset Investor team creates value for investors looking for high yield returns from multifamily apartments, ATM machines, and self-storage investments. Their syndications offer attractive investment opportunities that produce strong cash flow, equity growth, huge tax incentives. They are truly passive and managed by a world-class team. To learn more about the exciting investment opportunities the Real Asset Investor offers, such as their multifamily, ATM, and self-storage syndications, please visit cashflowninja.com forward slash real asset investor. Dave, welcome back to the show. Hey, MC. Thanks for having me back on your show. Yeah, excited to connect again. Now, Dave, for my listeners that's not familiar with Dave Zook and the Real Asset Investor, can you pl please share a little bit about uh, yourself and all the exciting things that you guys get into? Yeah, so I'm, I live here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania with my family. Um, our family has a uh, manufacturing business here in Lancaster, and, and uh, we build a lot of modular buildings. 
And I'm also an investor. My real passion is investing in real assets. And I've been an investor from the time I was in my teens. And, uh, you know, just I'll, I'll probably be an investor till the day I die. I just love this stuff. And I love teaching people about it. I love teaching people how to uh, be responsible with their money and, uh, you know, get them, you know, teach those people how to get out of the rat race. And Dave, you love to, as you mentioned, teach what you learn and share your journey and you keep up to date with all the trends and learning from others. Uh, what have you been up to lately? I think you've, you've tra- done a little bit of traveling, at- attending a-, a couple of conferences. Yeah. So I was down at the Future of Money and Wealth conference with the real estate guys uh, just about two weeks ago. I think it was in, in Fort Lauderdale. Really good uh, event. Robert Kiyosaki, Peter Schiff, Brian London, Simon Black. I mean, the you know Robert and Russ were the real estate guys. I mean, just just a great group of guys. You know, normally in a conference like that, there's maybe a speaker that you've heard you know a half a dozen times or something. You know, they might they might be talking on some topic that you know you don't think is going to really apply to you, and you you can slip out and, you know, meet with somebody that you want to have a a conversation with. It wasn't like that this time around. It was like, man, if, if there was something going on in the room, you had to be in there. And then when I got out of the room, you know, there was people that I wanted to talk to. I mean, it was busy. It was (laughs) super busy, but no, other than that, I mean, it's been, it's been uh, a quiet, probably about the last month we closed our self storage facility in Newbury, Florida, about uh, probably six weeks ago. Um, but we are ramping up. We're getting ready. We've, uh, you know, when it rains, it pours. So I got uh, an ATM portfolio that we put under contract. Uh, that's coming up here. That's going to be ready for investors in the next probably week and a half. Right behind that, we've got another self-storage deal we're working on. That's going to be ready here in the next uh, month or so. We're also working on a, a multifamily project down in just outside of Memphis where we uh, own a lot of multifamily buildings. Uh, that one's got a unique twist to it. That's got a HUD loan that we're assuming. It's got 33 years left on a 40-year loan at 3.25% interest. So got some really good stuff in the pipeline that I'm excited about. It's going to keep us busy. We've got a, a, a new development project going on down in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Just uh, it'll be some fun times. We We were fully funded in our project in Belize at Mahogany Bay Village. But we had our very first resale. So somebody who bought, uh, you know, three years, bought a lot three years ago, decided they want to take the profits and get out. And uh, they're, they're selling. And, and I saw that. And, and I came in and, and took advantage of that situation. And uh, so we're open for business in Belize again. So got a little bit left there. Just a lot of uh, great opportunities that I'm excited about. Fantastic. Now, uh, Dave, your approach to investing uh, lays a very, very big emphasis on team. And you've mentioned uh, the importance of a team and having the right people around you in the past. Can you elaborate a little bit on your philosophical approach uh, to investing and building and creating wealth and the importance of of, uh, the team in in that approach? Well, like I said, I was an investor since I was in my teens and, you know, I got educated. Um, you know, this, this team thing is not something I was born with. Uh, this team thing comes from, uh, you know, my emphasis on, on building a team and getting a team around me that's really competent 
is, uh, you know, something that was pounded in my head. And believe me, I took the punishment for trying to do it on my own early on. Uh, but no, I mean, when I look, we all, I don't know if you're familiar with Malcolm Gladwell's book, uh, where he talks about the 10,000, you know, it takes 10,000 hours to be an expert. Yep. Well, you know, I don't have 10,000 hours that I can apply to both, you know, to ATMs, to Belize, to self-storage, to multifamily, to new development. I don't have that many 10,000 hours that I can devote to each one of those um, asset classes to become an, an expert in them. So what I like, what I really like to do is I, t- I like to team up with people that have their 10,000 hours, that have their one thing that they're really good at. I'm in a self-storage team. It's the only thing they do. You know, they've, they've got 42 self-storage facilities uh, that they're, you know, that they own equity, uh, that they're equity partners in. Um, my ATM guys, they, they, they do ATMs. They're really good at it. Uh, you know, so my, my partner in Memphis, I mean, he not only does just multifamily, he just does multifamily in Memphis. So I like to team up with people that have their one thing and and they're really good at it. And if I can partner with those guys and bring value and, and uh, bring my investors into a situation like that, team up with really successful operators, I love that stuff. You make such a good point, Dave, because I think a lot of people think going into investing and investing in stuff that they have to know everything about the asset class that they're going into, right? And to your point, and using Malcolm Gladwell as that example, you know, <laughs> you don't, if you want to sell storage and you're, for instance, a, a turnkey single family investor and that's where your knowledge base is or you're a business owner and that's where you can make it rain, you do not have 10,000 hours <laughs> to spend to master that one group of assets or, or asset clause in a particular area, but someone else is already doing it and have already mastered it. Uh, and you can partner with them. Well, you're right. And, and you can learn so much from being around people that are on top of their game. You know, the Bible talks about iron sharpens iron and it talks about getting, getting, you know, your team of, of advisors around you. And so, you know, when you, when you hang around really, really good people that are on top of their game, I mean, you can learn so much and, and, you know, you're, you're learning it from the pros. Yeah. Absolutely. And you continue to learn and continue to share. Let's jump into some of these opportunities. You'd mentioned ATMs. Uh, why are uh, or why is this asset class rather such a desirable asset class? What are some of the unique things about it that attracted you to it? And uh, share a little bit more about that opportunity. Yeah. So I, I like the asset class in its predictability. I mean, when you look at the overall trend, our whole portfolio is on an uptrend. Uh, when you take out the very small piece of the of the entire portfolio that uh, has exposure to malls, um, which is an interesting topic uh, uh, of its own, yeah. um, you know, the, the, the entire portfolio is on an uptrend. That means people are using more cash, not less. And that's interesting. You know, people think that technology, Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, Apple Pay, Google Wallet, all those things are competing with cash and the cash is going to go away. Well, the trends tell us otherwise. And when you think about how, uh, you know, even 10, 12 years ago when an employee worked for a big company, you know, at the Friday evenings, you would get a check and you would go to the bank. 
and you would deposit your check and you'd take out some cash and you know for the week and and you're good to go. Well, that doesn't happen anymore. The money goes straight, you know, it gets ACH straight into your account. Well, how do you get the cash? You're going to drive across town and wait in line and get a couple hundred bucks out to hold you you know, hold you over for the week. No, a lot of people just go down to their corner grocery store or deli or you know, right there's an ATM machine. They get a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks cash out that holds them over for the week. I mean, that's that's a trend, and and you also you really gotta remember who your clients are, who you're serving. Most of these people, uh, they're not like you and I. They don't use credit cards. They, you know, some some of them are even unbankable. I mean, they they you know they they live on cash. Right, right. So, so true. And uh, you've touched uh, on another opportunity that you guys are looking at and, and, and sell storage. Um, could you share a little bit more about this asset class to why it's desirable, some of the trends in this asset class and a little bit more about that opportunity? Well, one of the things that I really like about this asset class, when you look back over the last few decades, it's shown as a really recession resistant asset class not only does it have really good cash flow and a lot of upside appreciation if it's done right with a with a really good team but it has a really recession resistant component to it just think about this when people are downsizing when they're moving when they're changing jobs when they you know losing their jobs unfortunately but when that stuff is happening uh, the self-storage space uh, you know performs really really well sort of like c-class multifamily when we started building our portfolio, you know, soon after 2009, 2010, we started building that portfolio. We were thinking, okay, how do we build this portfolio in a way that we'd be okay in another downturn? I, I love asset classes that do really well when times are good, but it do even better when times are bad. And, you know, I, people may have their own theories about where we are in the, in the cycle, in the economic cycle, but, you know, when when you look at where we are and and you know we're we're due for for another downturn, who knows if you know how bad it'll be, but uh, or how how much of a slowdown there'll be, but but we are due for one. So when you look at where we are in that cycle, and you can get into an asset class that does well even if there's a slowdown or a cooldown, love it. Yeah, absolutely. And that is one thing that uh, just from looking into it a little bit myself, that's very, very attractive that regardless of where you are in the economic cycle, uh, this this is going to do and perform well. Um, can you share a little bit more about uh, the, the team and this uh, the specific opportunity that you guys have uh, with uh, within the self-storage um, niche? Yeah, so one of my questions was like, you know, when I when I first met the team, well, number one, when I whenever I get introduced to a new team, it's not somebody that came cold calling and said, "Hey, we do self storage." Um, I actually met this team through an investor in my network. After doing some due diligence, I mean, there there was you know a few investors in my network had invested on in a whole bunch of different deals with these guys, and so that was important to me. I mean, you, you know, I'm always much more concerned about what somebody is in, somebody's investor is saying about the promoter than I am about what the promoter is saying about the promoter. Um, so, you know, that was a good start. Um, eventually, I, I 
had the guys fly up here to meet me. And one of the, one of the principals there flew up here to meet me. I've got a really good friend that lives just, you know, 15 miles from my place. Who's uh, very deep in the self-storage space. And, and uh, he was actually the chairman of the board of the national self-storage association. So I, I took this guy into his office and, and he and another advisor of mine interrogated him for, you know, about an hour and a half and it was only after that that I became really serious. And then uh, I had myself and my team flew down to their headquarters in Atlanta and, you know, checked out their team and checked out some of their assets. And, and then after that, ran them through a LexisNexis and did a, you know, a really deep dive uh, background check on them. But no, these guys, one of, the, one of the questions that I asked them then was like, you know, what else do you do? Do you invest in, you know, oil or, or you know, multifamily or farmland or anything else nope just self-storage 42 times i mean is it you know when you think about that and having you know being in that business for 30 years and being through a couple of those downturns and uh, some of those cycles i mean that's that's kind of that's the kind of experience you want when you're talking about a team and, and uh no it, it's uh you know they're very professional they know what they're doing You're listening to Dave Zook on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. MC Lobsher is the host of the top-rated business and investing podcast, Cashflow Ninja, and also the president of Producers Wealth. Producers Wealth assists people in creating, protecting, and perpetually multiplying wealth in any economy through creating processes that help them increase their production, provide them with liquidity, passive income generators, and opportunities for enormous growth. Learn more about their time-tested and proven systems at yourownbankingsystem.com. Are you having a hard time finding great investment properties? Unfortunately, the best deals are rarely found locally. Successful investing begins with the right properties in the right markets. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the United States. Our simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Learn how to find the best deals by downloading your free copy of The Ultimate Guide to Passive Real Estate Investing at noradarealestate.com. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com. You're listening to Dave Zook on the Cashflow Ninja podcast, and I'm back to our interview. Absolutely. And I love the focus too. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. do you invest in something else? No, we're sticking on cell storage, right? That's what we do. So well, I, I love that. Well, you know, and that allows me to, you know, focus on more than one asset class at a time. If I have a team that has their one thing and that that's what they're good at, now I don't have to worry about, you know, do I have to be, you know, the sharpest self-storage guy around? No, I've got a team that is. So that, that takes some pressure off of me when I'm dealing with a team that, that is on top of their game. No, abs- absolutely. And some of the other opportunities with regarding multifamily you spoke about, uh, can you share a little bit more about that project? Well, we all know that the multifamily space is, uh, I mean, there's, there's still deals out there, but they're harder to find. Yeah. And some of the deals that we've done in the last uh, year or two, We've had to get creative, um, you know, come in with cash, show up real strong as a buyer, uh, waive all kinds of contingencies. And we've actually got some really good deals done business that way. But uh, even that is, you know, it's harder. Uh, this this next deal that we're doing in, you know, just outside of the southern 
uh, Memphis area in northern Mississippi, uh, an area that we're very familiar with. Um, you know, it's uh, it's uh, we're very excited about that deal, but it's it's different. It's got a HUD loan wrapped around it. Not just anybody you know can qualify for a HUD loan. When you can get it, it's a it's a sweet deal, but it's hard. Um, so the the typical multifamily deal that you could pick up you know three four five years ago uh, those deals aren't around anymore right and that ties into I wanted to hold this question specifically on the multifamily too you touched on the economic cycle and uh, we've definitely seen um, you you've mentioned it's harder to find good deals in the multifamily space they're still out there but you have to you have to get creative. Uh, and you recently attended that Future Money Well show with Simon Black, Yusaki, and all those guys uh, speaking there. What is the overall consensus of what 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 are you seeing, and what do um what uh, what did you learn from that conference of how everyone else is seeing this current economic cycle and also this market cycle that we're in uh, with these assets and also sp- specifically multifamily. Well. There's a number of things, but one of the things that really stood out to me was uh, Doug Duncan, the economic advisor, the the chief economist for uh, Fannie Mae. I uh, had lunch with him. I had a private conversation with him, and you know he's he's looking at 2018 as being robust. His charts and you know the research he's done shows like you know there could be some kind of a slowdown in you know mid to late 2019. Um, it kind of confirmed there was a bunch of uh, things throughout the event that were like little confirmation things for me. Like, and I'll just share a couple of them. Like, we're we're taking some profits in the multifamily space. We sold our first syndicated multifamily property about two weeks ago. Um, we bought we bought this property for just over twenty thousand dollars a door. And we sold it for right around thirty-six thousand dollars a door. Two years and two days later, wow! And so we we're taking some profits, and we're also uh, doing refinances. You know, we're we're taking properties that we bought, you know, three four years ago that had uh, a five-year balloon coming up, uh, and we're you know rolling them rolling them into an agency loan with Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, and, and you know getting a 10, 12-year fix with 30-year AM. So we're doing some of that stuff and really buttoning up the ones that we, you know, plan to keep over the long term. We're, we're kind of buttoning those up. And, you know, if somebody comes along and wants to buy one of our properties for a real premium, we'll take some profits. We think uh, We think it's the right time. Yeah. No, that's very, very interesting to see just how you're constantly preparing for whatever might come, right, and taking advantages uh, of things in the current environment to help position you that regardless of whether it goes up, down, or sideways, uh, you guys will be in a pretty good uh, position of moving forward uh, in whatever economic env- environment you guys might find yourself. Well, there's no guarantees, but we, you know, we certainly are taking steps to kind of batten down the hatches and, and make sure, making sure some of those things are tightened up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you've touched on the Belize project. This is an exciting one uh, that you've spoken on the show about. Uh, for listeners not familiar with that project, I would highly recommend going back uh, to the uh, previous episodes I did with Dave on this to listen in, uh, about it. But 
Can you share uh, a little bit more about that? And you've mentioned uh, there's an opportunity now because someone uh, actually uh, sold uh, their portion or their lot in, in, in the deal. There is a lot of exciting stuff going on at Mahogany Bay Village right now. We just uh, sent out an, a newsletter this morning to our investors that talked about uh, we're gaining momentum in the bookings. You know, one of the things that well, we opened as a curio collection uh, by Hilton in on December 6th of last year. So, you know, what, four months ago? Um, and one of the things that we couldn't do before we opened was market ourselves pre-opening. It would have been nice if we could have started marketing our opening, you know, six months ahead of time and opened the doors with a big bang. <clears throat> but I guess Hilton uh, had some experiences with, you know, uh, deadlines, uh, you know, being missed and resorts not ready to be open when they said it was going to be. So you can't open or you can't market pre-opening. So we were a little bit slow coming out of the gates because of that, even though when we were down with uh, a lot of our of our investors in February, there was parts of that uh, time that we were there over four days that, you know, we were 80% occupied. Wow. Uh, even despite the fact that you couldn't you know, market ourselves pre-opening. But no, we're gaining some real momentum. We've been uh, mentioned in Bloomberg and um, uh, Travel and Leisure and, you know, a, a, a few different uh, major magazines. That, and it doesn't hurt to have, you know, Hilton with their 100 million plus database having access to your resort or the Time Family and Coastal Living uh, pointing at your project. So we've, we've, we're seeing some nice momentum. The tourist uh, demands, the tourist arrivals to the island of Ambergris Key and, and Belize in general is up again this year. Uh, over, the last, over the last seven years, I think we were up double digits, I, I believe six out of those seven years, for, you know, making new all-time highs and not only making new all-time highs in, in overnight tourist arrivals, but making new all-time highs in double digits, which is interesting it's all it's also interesting when there's not a whole lot of new construction being built to meet that demand so we feel like it's a we feel like we're in a great position um and there's just a lot of exciting things happen there i think all of your guests should make a point or put it on their bucket list to go visit yeah, no, absolutely. All of the stuff that I've seen uh, down there is uh, a lot of amazing things and exciting things going on. And I'm going to make a point of getting down there and getting some sun in the future as well. Now, Dave, you, you're always studying, you're always learning new things um, and improving and upon existing skill sets and learning new ones. What are you currently studying and reading and what skill sets are you currently learning? You know, we, we have a group uh, book study with seven or eight businessmen in the area and so we got a different book every month and then we meet at each other's houses you know each person takes his turn and we and we talk about what we learned well this time around uh, we're studying Tom Wheelwright actually came out with uh, his his firm is my uh, tax team came out with uh, a new podcast and so he had this whole, um, uh, you know, some video stuff, some PDF downloads and, and all that. And with the new tax law that just came out, uh, we felt it was important that we wrap our minds around that. Not only that, but 
next Monday on May the 1st, Tim Gertz, who's my personal CPA, he's one of the partners at, at ProVision with Tom Wheelwright, is coming in here to Lancaster to um, do an event with me. It's a real asset investor conference. So we're studying all this tax stuff from Tom Wheelwright right now. And when Tim comes in to do the conference with us, by the way, all your listeners are invited to, to come and I'll get you the details on that so they can uh, come join us if they want. But Tim Gertz is going to be there. Liz Nolan from Mid-South Home Buyers is going to be there. I'm going to be speaking. Um, so we're, we're doing a, a deep dive on tax right now, and, and we're going to be ready for him. The evening before we do the event, Tim's going to uh, spend some time with our book study group, and, and it's going to be a, a rapid-fire q and I'm sure. Um, so that's what uh, we're kind of immersed in right now. Yeah, that's very interesting. And I mean, taxes, <laughs> if, you can, uh, if you can plug those cash flow leaks and reduce and limit your taxes permanently, uh, that's going to position you to, to build cre- and create wealth. And especially with the new changes, this is an ever, ever-changing game with rules, and the rules definitely have changed. Uh, you better stay on top of, of the, the new law changes. Oh, yeah. You know, and... and- if uh, if your listeners go back to you know our earlier conversations on previous podcasts, you know one of the one of the things that really got me into investing in real estate was taxes. Um, right. You know, I had some successful businesses. I got myself in a position where I was paying almost a half million dollars in tax and and uh, a year. And uh, you know, it was uh, you know I, I was always taught from the time I was. A youngster that uh, if you make a lot of money, you got to pay a lot of tax, and it's just that's conventional thinking, and it's just not true. Um, you, you're going to get taxed if you're not well, like Donald Trump says, if you're not smart. Right. Um, so there's there's ways to do it, but you got to have good people around you that know what they're doing, and and you got to be uh, strategic. If you just put your head in the sand and you're out there, I mean, you know, you know, not even putting your head in the sand. If you're just busy. If you're just busy working and running your business and you're making a lot of money and you're not paying attention, you're not being strategic on the tax side, you're going to get uh, you're going to get punished. Absolutely, and that's where, especially with a team, because I think a lot of people still have the mindset, and this is where price, cost, and value comes in, especially with professionals that you bring in. The value that they will bring to you, uh, I mean, it's it's unbelievable because you don't have to deal with the IRS at that point, right? That's their, that's, that's part of what, what they do. Uh, and strategy is a 12 month thing, even, even maybe longer than that, but you've got to plan the entire year around this. This isn't something where you run to H and R block, uh, the day before taxes are filed every year. You want to know how often I talk to my tax guy? Yeah. How, how often? A couple of times a week. Yeah. There you go. You know, I mean, we're always running stuff by each other. Last night, you know, I'm on my phone talking like we're, you know, talking about, hey, does it make sense to, you know, run this entity as a C-Corp? Does it, you know, how about if we do it like that and, you know, like this or that or or what do you think about next year tweaking this or that? I mean, we're always, we're always running stuff by each other. So, yeah, a couple times a week. What, uh, the most important guy on your team, right, with your asset protection guy. I mean, those two are, are cardinal. Yeah, so in February, I sent out an email to my investors saying, hey, Tim Gertz, my CPA and I, we're going to be in Belize for four days, February 15th and the 19th, 
who wants to join us? And there was like, I don't know, 17 or 18 business owners, investors showed up and we had a great time. But it wasn't, you know, it wasn't one of those uh, conferences where you sat uh, in a conference room and, you know, in front of a, a screen and do presentations. No, it was, you know, those are those are all good too. But uh, ours was poolside. It was on the boat. It was out by the beach, and and it was just a great time. But it was, you know, it, when you get yourself in a setting where you have a bunch of different business owners with different situations, then the questions start flying, and and now you, you know, that that question creates another question, which creates another question. It's just powerful. Yeah, no, absolutely. Dave, this has been a blast connecting again. uh, Any uh, closing thoughts for our listeners and uh, some, uh, yeah, some thoughts around the opportunities too and where they can reach out to you, stay in touch with you and learn more about everything that you have to offer. So my, my, main email address is info at therealassetinvestor.com, but I also have, uh, we talked a bit about Belize, and we just put a new report together on Belize. You can reach out to Belize at therealassetinvestor.com for that report. Uh, I've got several different things. I know you've got some syndicators in your, um, you know, as your listeners, uh, I have an eight real life lessons for syndicators and their investors be happy to send you that report. So reach out to me and just, uh, you know, tell me which one of those or all of them, which, uh, which ones you'd want. And I'd be happy to send them to you. Great. Fantastic. I'll put all of those links in the show notes of today's episode as well. Uh, if you're listening to this, whether you're driving, working out, or just relaxing at home. So you'll be able to grab it at cashflowninja.com as well. Dave, thank you so much for coming on the show uh, again and connecting again and providing so much value for my listeners. Thank you, MC. It was fun. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic, market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion-dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments for number of solutions at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. Thank you for joining me again on the Cashflow Ninja. Thank you for all your support. You rock. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com or text cashflowninja to 44222. I'm also posting daily videos on Facebook and YouTube and will live stream weekly starting May 2018. To make sure you don't miss any of the live streams, please like and subscribe to my Facebook and YouTube platforms. I'm also dropping content on Instagram daily. Be sure to follow us on Instagram to get in on the action. I want to thank you for spending your most precious resource with me today, your time. That's our show for today. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms.
This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.